Welcome to Burning Daylight, the only podcast for the working cowboy. Well, welcome back, Daylight Burners and uh, and fellow listeners and fellow cowboys from uh, You Can't See Him on the Road. Tuffy's back. We're shooting the shit. And uh, we've got a topic that uh, that was brought to Tuffy, so we figured we'd cover it tonight. I thought it was a good jumping off point since we're... Um, I don't know about y'all up there, but like everybody's kind of right in that transition period from, from winter to spring work. And uh, so like, there's a few people that are, that are branding already. There's a lot, most people are still kind of on the tail end of, of cabin or like starting cabin, just depending on how far North you go. But, um, <clears throat> the, I guess what Tuffy, welcome back. And what, what was the exact kind of topic that that was framed to you i mean this is kind of your your idea i just had a young kid i had a young kid ask me and i've had a few of them ask me you know what i pack on a daily basis like what mm. i don't leave the house without and so i mean you can only answer type out a question so many times so yeah you know, let's exactly just address and, it, right? uh, yeah, and I, I assuming since it was a young kid, you he also uh, you also mentioned uh, something about like how how to how to look professional or be professional, and uh, that that's a that's a good question as well. So um, I guess um, you know there there are certain things. It doesn't matter if I'm working or not, or if I'm just like. If I'm leaving the house, yeah, there there has to be a, there's a handful of things that I have like on on my person at all. So it's wallet, cell phone, <clears throat> usually earbuds, and a lighter and a knife. Like that's that's kind of what I have in my pockets at at all times. I chew and chew. Yeah, yeah. Like I I don't pack my wallet. My wallet yeah. just stays in the truck most of the time because I hardly get to fucking town. But I mean, chew, two knives, um, a tally book, my dog whistle, and yeah. sunglasses. Sunglasses is good. I uh, yeah, if if I'm wearing contacts, I'm I'm packing sunglasses. I, it, it's weird how just even if I like if I don't wear my contacts to work, like and I just wear my glasses, the sun can be bright as hell, but I don't notice it as bad with my glasses. But if I'm wearing contacts, I mean it seems like the whole world just gets extremely bright. So I, I, I gotta, I gotta have some shade. Yeah. On and <clears throat> yeah, that, that. Well, I can't leave the house without them. Like I wear my sunglasses yeah. every day. Yeah. I mean, there's uh it's very rare that I, that I don't wear sunglasses, but I, I don't notice the, I don't notice the, the brightness near as bad when I'm, when I'm just wearing my glasses. It's, it's, I don't know what the deal is there, but. Uh, yeah, I gotta have, gotta have sunglasses on. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you get up here, and I mean, just like last week, we had a mm-hmm. real fresh snow. Got six inches of snow, and then the next yeah. day it was sunny and bright. And that fresh white snow that's out there, like you can barely walk around outside without being blinded. So you need a good pair yeah. of sunglasses. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's true. I I'm typically not in places where we have that much snow. And it doesn't stick. Usually, when we do have that much snow, it doesn't stick around enough long enough to to notice. But this this winter was a little different, and yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's it's one of those days like when it's just cold but bright and sunny. Like it's uh, it's sunny as hell, but it, it's just still cold, and and so nothing melts, and and you just get that that glare off the snow. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have your sunglasses like that, headache you'll have at the end mm. of the day is ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it gets pretty gnarly. Um, luckily, like I said, I don't, I don't, I've never lived where that happens uh, on a regular basis. This, this was kind of a, a one-off winter, you know, kind of a drought breaker. But yeah, we we typically don't have have snow around for that long in the, in the winter. So, <coughs> I uh. Yeah, I I I I pack my wallet with me just because I, you know, I go by the store right on the way to work. So if I need something, chew beer, whatever, pick something up for for supper, I can. I just right there's a little. It's like a, it's like a big, small town, uh, convenience store. You know, it's got it's got a little bit of everything there. Yeah. Yeah, I got, got a little essentials, uh, right? got a little grill there. You know the flat top, so they'll they they'll make a burger and stuff there. And then there's, yeah, you, you got, it's it's like uh, it's like a big convenience store, but it's it's uh, still, still just real small. Like it's got all the stuff that like a big one of like a like kind of a truck stop has, minus the, you know all the, like the trucker hardware shit. But you know like your, your groceries, your your deodorant yeah. whatever they've got a they got a little bit of everything but it's just a small small store and that's right on the way to work so i keep my wallet with me for that and uh <clears throat> i i typically only carry one knife but i have knives laying around everywhere so i i i, I typically have one within reach if i for, forget a knife but i i very rarely don't don't have uh th- this fell on my on my belt so yeah i got i got a straight blade i pack on me every day and it's just like my emergency knife like if i gotta cut it up i know that some yeah, bitch is always sharp and and you know i don't pull it out too much but i carry just like a little trapper knife on me where if i gotta cut some twines or i gotta yeah. abuse a knife you know i'd way rather abuse that yeah, one than sure. my good one I, uh... You know, it, I'm I'm one of the worst about this because you know you get, you're supposed to always have a sharp knife, and I don't. I always every time I get a knife, I intend that one to like I'm, that one's gonna stay sharp. It's like you're saying, but then next thing you know, you need to cut some twine and fuck, and then and then it just goes downhill from there. And then so like it's it's fifty fifty whether I have a sharp knife on me. I will have a knife on me, but it's it's uh. It's debatable whether it's sharp or not. Yeah. And, like, now all my knives I get, like, I got a buddy just down the road. He builds them for me. 
now and they come built mm, with the needle nice. notch that's, in them. that's handy i don't i don't have one of those but i i like that a lot yeah i i like it um i use it all the time and then i you know i carry a uh mm. leather tally book with me everywhere i go like i don't go anywhere yeah. without that tally book. i uh, i don't carry a tally book much because I don't have a ton of need for it with, uh, I mean, I, I, I carry a pin uh, on, on my, my shirt pocket or vest pocket all the time. That's probably the thing I feel the most naked without if I don't have a pin is cause I, I'm like, I'm always writing something down like, and, and we, we have a, a day sheet every year, every, every morning that we go and I, I fold it in thirds and then stick it in my pocket and that's that's kind of my notepad for the day unless we have uh like when we get a big run of cattle i'll keep uh i'll keep a little tally book so i can keep my cattle straight uh you know when you get a big slug <laughs> all at once you know it takes you takes you a week or so before you get get your cattle situated and right and, and you you remember you're at you're at that point where you don't need to look at something that to know where they go. Like you, when once you get them settled in your in your head, yeah. Uh, then I'll go back to just using my day sheet. But <clears throat> any like, I, I use the calendar or or notes on my phone a lot to to like, especially if, if we got something like how many loads going out next week or whatever. I'll make a note of it in my phone, and uh, <clears throat> and and so it either shows up on the calendar or it'll like send me a little reminder. And, uh, but yeah. if I was cab, when I was cabin, uh, I was working outside. Yeah. I had a, I had a tally book all the time. Just, uh, <laughs> like the, the red, the red herd book. Yeah. Oh, I think they're so handy to have, you know, especially, um, if you're a new guy coming on to a crew, if you're just hiring on somewhere, it's like, you know, I think it looks better if you use a tally yeah. book than your phone, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's just no, me, and, you and, know, um, you it's know, just my I, preference. Uh, I, I guess it's been so long since I've been, been on the, been like the new guy uh, on an outfit that I, I don't, I don't even think of it that way just cause, uh, my boss expects me to have the phone on me, you know, all the time. And, and so for me, it's easier that way. But as a new kid, yeah, I, you're absolutely right. It looks better with, uh, with a tally book or, or something like, like I said, you, even, even if you don't have the, the, the tally book, it, it rather than making a note of it in your phone, like it looks better to, to write it on your day sheet, write in your tally book, whatever, like to, to make a physical note yeah. of it. I know, and you're doing the same thing with your phone, but, yeah, there there still are some people that are old school and uh and also it's if you're if you're a new guy and you're kind of low man on the totem pole there's probably not a whole lot of need for you to have that phone. Anyways, I mean, but we all have them. So it looks better as as a new guy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just think like, you know, young guys working under me like we got a young guy um that kind of helps out here on the weekends and I just gave him an old kind of half used up book and i said pack this around and just write your numbers yeah write what they tell you to do instead of because you look like a damn idiot standing up on a fence trying to send a text out to one of the bosses even though yeah. you're trying to text the boss to remember 
what pen you're going to if you wrote it yeah, down, you wouldn't have to remember it. That's that's where like like I said, I use my day sheet all the time. I can I can reference back to it. I know I know what we, we got going on. We got the pins going out, we got pins coming in, we got moves going here. Like it's all it's all there and then also for like just the, the one off stuff that needs to be done. Sometimes if, if it's not written down, I might forget that. So it's it's that like yeah. So if you don't have a day sheet, write it down yourself and, and that way you can always reference back to it. And and for me, like Doctor and Cattle, I would way rather it's so much easier to write it down than it is to type it in your phone. Uh when when you're writing them down. It really Yeah. And you know what I found in, in the past with me with my tally books is it saved my ass a few times, you know, a boss is mad at you under you know, the count was wrong a couple like mm. two weeks ago and whatever pen or whatever is going on. Will you pull your tally book out and say, No, mm. this is what we all counted? Yeah. I'm keeping track. Yeah, that's so and I mean it's just just the little things, right, that go a long ways in a boss's eyes if you just kind of want to be handy well, and, and be it's, useful. it's good to keep track of your shit it's uh <laughs> like i said you either have a really good memory or uh or or write that shit down um yeah and my memory that's yeah. why i gotta write everything down because my memory sucks you'll yeah. tell me something and not forget it or you know five-year-old me will kick in you'll be telling me something i'll yeah. be like oh shiny. and then say you that? don't have a pen on you or something that's when make a note of it in your phone <laughs> you know it just it, it yeah that, at that point i i don't care what it makes you look like at the time if it's there in your phone and, and it's something that you can refer back to um it, it's yeah, better exactly. it's better to look bad for a short amount of time and and have it have just have something on record you know it, like it's uh and it's not always yeah. a cover your ass deal. It's to uh, like sometimes pe people just misremember shit too, and you're. It's just it's good to have that like on, on record, and that's. Uh, <clears throat> I mean that, that. Well, I mean you know you look at the feedlot deal, and you know if the feedlot owns outside cattle like we do, yeah. there's a lot happening every day. Cattle coming mm -hmm. in, cattle leaving, cows to check um forget about stuff right i'm gonna go do this and then somebody go oh boss go yeah. out. we need you over here you better go get this done right now so if you just make a little note of it in your phone or in your tally book like you'll remember about it you go to write something down go oh shit yeah, and, go get and that the done. smaller the outfit you work for on the feedlot like the more likely you're gonna need to write shit down because they don't have the these protocols in place like the larger outfits do you know where it's where it's more it's not a fly by night, but it's uh it's a very much like we're going in a general direction today. And then you might have yeah, like the sh shit yeah. changes on the fly. The smaller the the smaller the outfit you work for. And <laughs> and so it's just it's good to get in a habit of, of just writing that down. Even on the big outfits where it's all kind of like pre planned. Um I don't know, it, it's just a good habit of, of writing shit down because uh <laughs> you can always refer back to it and and writing down preferably like if if that's only if you can keep track of where your shit is so like if it's in your tally book fine if you're writing it on s scraps of paper you gotta you gotta centralize it all at some point and that's you know whether it's your phone your tally book whatever as long as as long as you're keeping a good record and and like making a note of stuff it's that's a good thing 
Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. And you know, just little tools, like just a couple little mm-hmm. things. You know, like I pack a little um, pry bar around with me in my tally book. It's a little pry bar. I got a needle notch on it, a bottle opener, and a little pry bar. And kind of thought it was stupid when I first seen one. And then I kind of got a wanting one. And the guy was going to build a bunch of them this spring. I just didn't want to wait till spring to buy one. So I just went ahead and made my own. And the idea was cool. Right, and then I built one, and wow, this might be kind of cool. This might work, might not. But man, like, talk about frozen water bowls. Then you step off your horse, and you got nothing yeah. to pry that lid open with. Having a little pry bar on you in your tally book, or in your shirt pocket, or wherever you want to carry it is I, uh, handy. Yeah, because uh, there's a lot of times I'll just I'll I'll stick a flat blade screwdriver in my in my bag. Uh, when I go along with me in the in the winter, when if you gotta you gotta pry up uh, <laughs> the you know water tank lid or something, it's um yeah or or just like uh, snaps on gates too like you just sometimes you just gotta like bang them a little bit to break the ice but you don't want to bang your finger too and yeah and you know like that, just having something like that just to like chip ice too is is, is handy. It is like it's a small tool. You wouldn't think it would be so handy, but then you get using it, and it just comes into one of them little things you just don't yeah. leave the house without. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll I'll have to I'll have to look into one of those. I. <clears throat> I I carry a. I used to carry, you know, a straight blade knife, but now I I carry this lock back and. Uh, and I like it because it's uh, it's just a good beat around knife. Like you can pry shit with it. It's uh, it's pretty easy to sharpen. I just use one of those those little quick sharpeners, and I just it's not it's not super sharp, but like it's never real real far from being pretty damn sharp. And and it it's just a good beat around yeah. knife. And I I pry shit with that. But there's sometimes where like, yeah, you need an actual like little just a little pry bar yeah like my little pry bar i pack you know yeah nothing fancy right just a little piece of leather on it nothing fancy words to beat yeah i bet so i bet that's handier than shit you know just keep it in your tally book i keep mine just folded in my tally book and you know it's always there yeah it's uh that's a that's pretty handy tool it sounds like (laughs) um yeah, outside of that, I I try to not put too much stuff in my pockets because uh, your jeans wear out faster the more shit you got in your pockets, and I I can't I can't put shit in my yeah. back pocket either. Like it throws my hips out and I and I'm sore all the fucking time. So I I keep my back I keep my back pockets oh, empty. But the more shit you put in your front pockets, the quicker your your jeans wear out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if I can't put it in, if I can't put it in my vest pocket or jacket pocket or my shirt pocket, I'm probably not gonna yeah. pack it with me. I uh, th- that's where I love a good vest. Like we were talking the other day, just like good, good pocket. I mean, all the vests nowadays have pockets everywhere, but like it seems like they're never in the right spot. I just like the good double-breasted and then and the good <laughs> two, you know the the they're almost like a hoodie pocket, like uh, when. 
when when you can you can put your whole hand in them from the side instead of you know from from the top. You like I, you want them. I, I like the pockets from the side. I do too because it holds better. Like you can put whatever in your pocket. A pocket from the top. It seems like when you put something in it and you get riding that shit'll work its way to the top, and then all of a it's, sudden it's uh, gone forever. Those, those top, the ones where you put your hands in from the top, those were designed by the bosses, so they. Uh, they don't want your. It's uncomfortable as shit to put your hands in there. So they, so you you're you're always busy with your hands. Those sneaky sons of bitches. I, I guarantee you, it was, it, yeah. those were designed by a boss. <laughs> yeah, but a good blade yeah. is so handy. Yeah, though. it really is. Um, like they they should be sharp all the time, but at least at least halfway sharp. <laughs> You know, because there's nothing worse than just yeah. a, a dull fucking knife. Like it, it, it it's yeah, it, it's just a little bit better than than a brick. Yeah, yeah. Like the knife I pack that I rarely use. Like yeah. this is a knife I pack, and you know it's got your needle notch there. Handy freaking yeah. thing. That I've seen, seen. Uh, I'm starting to see those around a bunch. I've never had one um, of my own, but I like I've seen them around, and <laughs> I, I I could see how they'd be really, really handy. Cause I I hate packing. I know a lot yeah. of guys that wear a Leatherman on them, and I just I hate packing a Leatherman. I absolutely yeah, I'm not hate a fan it. Either. Like, I, like I love the tool, but I hate carrying one. Yeah. So. You know, you're out doctoring by yourself, treating treating calves, doing whatever you're doing, doctoring on the pasture. And these syringes we use, they're not the disposable ones. See, so you get a needle stuck on a yep. syringe, and you got nothing to get it off with. Yeah, that shit happens all the time when you're processing, too, when you got the, the automatic guns. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's and it's a lot handier than having pliers, you know. It's... um it, if you're carrying yeah. pliers on your belt, you're a farmer. Yeah, oh, exactly. And, you know, I just got a little pink. Yes, it's pink. There pink trapper knife in my pocket. And I I bought it. I, I used to buy pink. hot pink uh, halters and lead ropes uh, in the hopes that they wouldn't get stolen. They still got fucking stolen, you know? I didn't buy it for the reason of it getting stolen. Like, if you drop it in yeah. the straw or something like that, like, you got a bright yep. color to look for, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's not so, a bad idea. I <laughs> That's that's why I don't get, like, if I have an option on, on my phones, I get, a like, a, a blue-colored one because it sticks out a lot more than the black ones when it hits the, the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that is... Uh, I, I've never, I never had a pink knife, but I've, uh, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. whatever works works, man. Oh, exactly. Then you know that's yeah. my abusing. I, uh, when I'm when I'm working outside, I, uh, I'll usually have a pair of more maker pliers on on my uh, back cinch, <clears throat> and uh, I, I like the. It's it's pretty handy to have the claw on on your fence and pliers, but I, I'll I don't I work better with the ones without the claw. Like I'm I'm more efficient with it. But when you have the claw, that's 
it's handy when you need it. No, it is. And I, I get an old, like, framing hammer or an old steel hammer, ball-peen hammer. Mm-hmm. And I cut it off. I cut the head off. And then I weld it to the fencing pliers. So I got a bigger okay. head on my fencing pliers. Yeah, I, I've seen, uh, I've se- what do they call them, like, the plammer? Uh, they, they seem like... They seem like they're pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah, the ones, I bought a few store-bought ones, and they've been real shitty. Just go out and buy yourself a good set of crescent fence pliers, and just weld your own hammer onto them, and it's as good as anything. You get more maker pliers up in that that neck of the woods, or? No. I mean, you can look them online They're they're pretty nice. At least they used to be. I haven't haven't bought a pair in a while, but... um... Yeah, I got mine right here. They're, uh, yeah, they're, I don't know. They're, they, uh, I guess I don't know what they're like anymore, but when I was the last pair I bought, they, they're sure pretty damn good. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, you get what you pay yeah. for, right? If you buy a shitty craftsman or yeah. like knockoff shit, yeah, it's gonna for the be most shit. Part. And there's times where, yeah, it's good to just have like a shitty pair of pliers laying around, but because they're better than nothing. But yeah, if you're no, like here, you know, we throw there's a set of shitty fencing pliers in every side by side, and in every little toolbox. I've got a every I've got a here. shitty pair of pliers um, in every like in the door of every pickup too. Just. You know, whether, and and those are just like regular slip joint pliers, but just like a shitty pair of pliers is better than no pair of pliers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then just, you never know when you, you might need them. But like I said, if you carry them on your belt, you're a fucking farmer. Yeah. So have them, have them at arm's length or, or hanging off your saddle. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> No, I uh, I just got a, I, I bought another cannel bag. I hadn't had had any bags on my saddle for for a while. I haven't needed them being being the feedlot. But there was a lot of times this this winter where it'd been handy to have them just doctor in the pen, <laughs> um, and, and you know just carry the medicine with me. And I, uh, so so I bought a, a cannel bag, and that's. That's about the the handiest, like most versatile thing you can hang on your saddle to carry shit is just a just a little cannel bag. Um, like if you're doctoring yeah. a lot, the medicine bags are are really fucking handy. But I imagine they're a bitch to make. That's why they cost so damn much. But uh, but just uh for like everyday type of deal, I like that cannel bag. Yeah, I got uh. I got a medicine bag yeah. on my saddle. Um, this is the first winter I run it just because mm-hmm. I'm in the feedlot, right? Um, you know, it's handy to always have um, my drugs with me. And, of course, on the pasture, like where I was for the last six years, yeah, we needed drugs on the pasture, but I made a boot bag, um, you know, a bag that you just mm-hmm. tie under the side of your saddle, and then a boot an old leather boot that slid down in it. And when we doctored something, I just pull that boot bag out and yeah. walk right up to the animal. And there was no walking back and forth. You just yeah. trade cow right there on the ground. Yeah, that, 
but now when we're using smaller doses here in the feedlot, right? Well, I don't need to pack a big bottle with me. Just take mm-hmm. drop from my saddle. Way to go. Yeah. No, it's, uh, <laughs> those boot bags are handy too. Um, yeah. And there, there's some of those, uh, those medicine bags that the guys make are just look at it and like, that's really fucking handy. <laughs> like that's, that's really cool. Um, but I, I, yeah. where we run all of ours through the shoot, I mean, we don't doctor too many in the pen. Um, and it's not that we can't, but there's, we have like five, six different owners. So it's, it's just easier to run them all through the chute and then everything gets entered into the, to the main system right there. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, but there are times where we doctor in the pen and, and, and those medicine bags would be handy. But for for my my purposes, what I need, like, I, I just, a candle bag is worked out. Just that that's about right for me. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you mm-hmm. can go too far, right? I've seen guys go too far where they just have yeah. way too much shit on their saddle. Yeah, we. I had a set of bags um, when I was when I was over in Kansas, and we we were doing that confined cow calf deal, and. We were doctoring so many fucking calves, and we had, we were also doing, like, some research-type shit, so we had who knows how many different medicines. We had, we had all of our, uh, vaccines and shit to, to process, you know, newborn calves, and, and, goddamn, throwing that shit up on your horse was, I mean, you had to be kind of a he-man to do that shit, and it's like, ah, it's, it's too much, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like some guys, they just, you just go, wow, like you're planning on doing something. Yeah. Today, with the amount of shit you have hanging on your side. And you're just like, man, there, there's really not too much need to have a spot for like five different bottles on your, <laughs> on your medicine bag. Like you shouldn't really be using that many different medicines all, all in one. I mean, that's, that's a lot of medicines for me, and I'm in the feedlot, you know, like, we 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 pack around about yeah. eight different medicines, but we have two different treatment protocols and a lot more cattle than most guys ride every day, and it's like, ah, five, if I use five different drugs in a given day, like, that's a, that's a, we saw a bunch of weird shit that day, <laughs> you know, we, we, we're, we're, we're normally yeah. like three different drugs that we use every day. Yeah. Yeah, things are happening. Yeah, I mean it, it's normally it's like mycotil, uh norfenicol and vitamin C. If uh if we if we have any of our pregnant yeah. cattle, we'll use a different drug or and then like foot rot, something different. But uh yeah, we there there's not carrying like five, six different bottles on your saddle is just it's kinda it's kind of dumb. You're, you're you're packing around a lot of money's worth of medicine that that uh is just waiting to be broken, spilt all over the all over the place, you know. So yeah, well, not even medicine. Like just some of the shit you see guys packing around. Yeah, I uh, of course in the feedlot, I don't unless it looks like it's gonna rain for a second. 
Hold on here, Mac, my fucking nose with this weather change is starting <laughs> to fucking bleed again. Cuffy's had too much coke this this uh, this winter. He he is he is he's really well. Tough. You know he, he really got happen. into it this year. Um, no, I like I don't where I'm not making a big circle. I don't typically uh, put a slicker on my saddle, but if uh, if I was leaving and I wasn't going to be close back to to the trailer or the headquarters or wherever you're you're riding out from and you're gonna be gone all day i'll i'll put a slicker on but uh where where i'm in the feedlot and it's not a very big feedlot i i'm not very far from the barn where i can i can trot back real quick and get a get a slicker if i need it but if it looks like it's gonna be gonna have some weather i'll i'll put it on first thing in the morning just tie it on the on the back yeah. there but <laughs> um I know a lot of guys uh, pack a pack a pistol or something. I don't. I don't have much use for it for a pistol, but I'm also feedlot too. There's just I keep a rifle in the in the pickup for coyotes and shit. But I uh, I, I don't carry a pistol with me uh, very often. Uh, but I just don't. I don't have much of a use for it. Um, well, we're not even allowed no, to have pistols up right. here. Now, they're strictly 100% illegal, so that's not even a, a issue for us because no. we're just not allowed to have yeah, them. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's uh, You guys' president's so gay. He is. So yeah, gay. he is. Um, yeah, I. other than that, I pack my rope. I don't, I've never used a quart uh, much at all, so I, I don't. I don't pack one of those on my saddle. I've rode with the court. We're, I've rode with the court quite a bit, but, you know, riding with the court, it's one of them deals where they're handy, but a lot of the time yeah. they're just in the way. Yeah, I can see that. I, like I said, I've, I've never... You know, for yeah. me anyways. Um, I said, I've just never... I've never really used one much at all. Same way with a, with a bullwhip. I know a lot of guys that carry a bullwhip on them uh, quite a bit. and I, I think they're both cool. I just... I've never used them, either one of them much, and I don't I don't have too much use for them. So I don't... I don't carry either one. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty simple. I just... Um, like I said, kennel bag and a, and a rope. That's about all a hoof pick. I usually have a little carabiner clip with a hoof pick hanging off, uh, my, my back D and <laughs> that's, that's kind of about it. What I carry on my saddle. Uh, yeah, I got a couple tie strings on my saddle, like three yeah. tie strings on my um, saddle. I, I, I broke my hobbles the other day, so I need to get a new set, but I usually have a, a set of hobbles hanging off my. Off the, off the back cinch. Yeah. Yeah, just a couple tie strings. I got a couple tie strings on my on my leggings I wear every day, too. And they're just handy to have, you know, even if you got a tie gate yeah. closed with. But, you know, they can dang sure be yeah. overused. Yeah, I see a lot. They're not overused. Um, you know, there's the guys that carry just what they need, right? And then the next guy that he's got like 40 of them hanging off the saddle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do you plan on doing today with all those? Um, yeah. Uh, how, how many are you going to tie down? Um, <laughs> fuck. 
Well, we might need them. I sure the <laughs> yeah, fuck it's gonna be a not. long shitty day. We're gonna use every one of those tie strings on your saddle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're riding with a crew of guy and each guy's got two to three tie strings on, yeah, well, you're gonna really, have more than way enough. more than enough. Yeah, yeah there's uh, there, <laughs> yeah, there you can you can overdo it, but. Hey, to each their own. If uh, if that's what you like to pack, I don't. I don't care. It ain't. It ain't my saddle. Well, I mean, it's exactly right. You can pack what you want, but you know, if you look at the real handy guys and the guys that are doing it and every day and stuff, there's a reason why they pack. Yeah. Only what they pack. You know, if you got you know six seven tie strings hanging off the front of your saddle um you know i've been in a pickle with just three of them hanging off the front of my saddle riding a colt you know there's if colt throws a wreck anything can get tangled up in anything when you're roping right so you know the more shit you got on your saddle the more chances you're gonna wrap yeah, yourself that, up that's 100 percent true it's uh <laughs> yeah and the more stuff you put put on your saddle is just the more shit that can get in the way and uh yeah yeah and, and also i mean like if i don't have a good use for it i don't i don't pack it because uh like i said it just it's in the way like i don't know how to use a bullwhip uh hardly at all and i just don't have much use for it i um so there's times where I think, ah, that'd be handy, but they're pretty few and far between where I think that'd be really handy to have a bullwhip right now. And so I just, I don't carry one. Um, cause more often, more likely than not is going to get like hung up on a gate rod or something and, and get ripped down. And then it's just like, ah, fuck. Now I got to get down in the shit, pick up this damn bullwhip and then also repair my saddle. That's, yeah. So that, that's kind of how I do it. Like I don't, I don't, if I don't have good use for it, I'm probably not packing it with me. No. Yeah. I'm if, if I know I'm gonna need it that day, I'll, I'll, I'll tie something else on. But yeah, the more shit you got tied onto your saddle, the more, <laughs> the more likely you're gonna lose something, or break something, or get in the wreck, or some combination of the above. Yeah. So, I uh, yeah, I, I I travel pretty light when I when I can. Yeah, I think that's the best way. Just yep. efficient and light. Yeah, there's right? times where you gotta you gotta throw some other stuff on. Like if you're you gotta go out and fix fence, you know, you gotta throw a stretcher or something on as well. But yeah, that's not my everyday carry. No, I I I travel pretty light. No, I got. If I got much more than my wallet and my my earbuds in my in my pants pockets, like uh, I'm uncomfortable as shit. And uh, yeah, yeah, everything else is in is in my vest, and then yeah, saddle, few things as possible. Like I said, uh, the 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 less shit that can yeah. get hung up on something and cause a wreck, the better. Yeah, because I mean, it doesn't take much help. Just me being on my horse, if I can get myself hung up on a gate, I don't need a bunch of shit hanging off my saddle to help What's, get me hung up. 
I'm getting off of that on my own. Trees and shit too. You know, it's uh, a something. Something just gets hung up, and it may not even cause a wreck, but it might be something that you really liked and you might need. It gets hung up, and then you you lose the damn thing because because a tree snags on it or something. And yeah, yeah. I I said if they, I don't have good reason to you to have it on, I don't, I don't take it. Um, Yeah. As far as like the the being professional, I think the like you said the tally book that that's a good thing. Whether it's a tally book or, or just like making a physical note of something is that that. That goes a long ways to show that 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 you're you're paying attention, anyways. <laughs> yeah, um, and I mean, you know, with looking professional too, just like yeah. how your stuff looks, right? Yeah, if, like even if you you can't afford really good gear, as long as it's in good shape, like. <laughs> yeah, just take care of it. But if it's held together with uh, Baylor twine and stuff, like, okay, well, you know, you really don't care about your stuff. So why do why why are you caring about the cattle? Or are you just yeah. here because you can't be? Or is you know is yeah. it just a job to you? Um, yeah, taking care of your horses too. Like that's like yeah, you wash them every day. Yeah, that's uh. Typically, we don't we don't have that that big of an issue with uh, needing to wash every day because we're not we're typically not that 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 sloppy. But like, yeah, it when your 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 horses need a bath, they need a bath, and <laughs> um and keep them fed. Yeah, keep them in good shape. Like I'd rather see them fat than than skinny. You know, that's uh. You, you, oh yeah! You can ride that fat off them pretty quick. It, it's uh, it's a lot harder to put weight on them than it is to take it off. Yeah. Well, I don't know how like your feed lot is, but everyone I've been on so far, yep. the feed's provided for you. Feed's here, right? Yep. You just have to put it in the pen. So if you got skinny horses, I mean, there's no need for that. Yep, Quit being exactly. fucking lazy. Feed them. And go feed your horse because it's free. It's at your disposal. You just got to get in a piece yep. of equipment and go get it. Yeah, that's exactly. And sometimes it's, that's also like if you're getting free feed, don't bitch about the quality, you know? Like, yeah. Just feed I mean, more. It, I mean, you can bitch about it, but like and, until you, you go buy your own, like you ain't got much excuse to, to bitch. Like if, if it's if it's provided, use what's there and Feed the hell out of them. You know, they'll 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 pick through the shitty stuff and get what they'll I mean I don't know. I, I've and it typically it's not bad feed, but there's times where like I don't know, that the you get a bad bail, whatever. Like fucking deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's free. Yeah. Not every bail is gonna be, you know, the golden yeah. bail. And, and when you're you know, it doesn't matter unless you're working for a horse outfit, the, the horses are a tool. The cows are what makes the money. So they're, they're worried about feeding the cows and the horses are, are, are secondary. Like that's, that's every outfit you're going to work. If you're punching cows, like that's, that's every outfit. The cows make the money, not, not the horses. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that sometimes, uh, and, and the, the cows can eat a lot of shit that the horses can't, <laughs> but 
Uh, so some yeah. you're gonna you're gonna deal with some some lower quality hay, and so um, don't bitch about it unless you're willing to to go buy your own feed. Because until then, I mean, suck it up and feed it. You know, it's uh, use the grain. Oh, exactly. You know, the <laughs> what what they what they lack in the hay, you can make up for it in in, in grain, and uh, you know, it just. But most of the time, it's gonna be pretty decent feed. So just fucking feed it man like oh yeah yeah i mean if you're working for your place that has you're hired on as a cowboy and you're they're usually gonna have good good i mean like you say right it it may not be like oh yeah top shelf stuff but it's gonna be good feed your horses will do do well on it (laughs) yeah yeah and yeah and And the grain's there so use it feed it keep uh you know Keep your horses fat and, or, or, you know, keep weight on them and you can get, you can, you can make them, uh, they'll last you a lot longer if you keep weight on them. Oh yeah. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as they start getting skinny, they, they, they also start getting lame (laughs) and yeah, yeah, you keep weight on them and they'll, they'll be fine. Um, and yeah, I mean, when, when, when that's part of the, the deal that you're, uh, they're, they're providing hey fucking take them up on it you know if they're they're if they're feeding feed the hell out of them if you're using them uh it's a it's a fair trade yeah oh yeah, exactly uh, <clears throat> there, there's no shame in that you you uh you feed what's there and you feed what you need i go don't don't skimp on it like that's part of the part of the deal no and uh <laughs> that that's the yep. biggest and more more than even your your rig like I, I look at your horses and and i don't care if they're your personal horses or if they're the company horses in your string like i i look at the at the horses you're riding and the better shape they are the higher my my opinion of of you and then then you know then once you get into the cattle side of things it's always the death loss <laughs> like it's it all it always comes down to the death yeah. loss and you uh that i mean that that's that's the name of the game is is live cattle so uh every, every dead one <laughs> that one hurts so that's uh that, that's uh yeah you there uh, the handling and, and 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 whatnot is that all plays a big part but uh, at the end of the day it's the death loss <laughs> well you yep. got to keep the death loss down right or you're not going to have a job very long because they'll find somebody else yeah, somebody they don't that care if, uh, do they're not as good of a horseman as you um if his if his numbers are better that's who's sticking around <laughs> yeah yeah what? and rightfully so right if you're going to yeah. be in this game you yeah, know that's exactly right i mean do it the that is the whole name of the game is to to keep cattle alive and uh and for them to yeah to do well to gain well and uh because more pounds means more money oh yeah, yeah. so prove your yeah, value so, I mean, right that 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 at the end of the day when whether like you're taking care of uh you know if you're calving out cows or if you're you're running uh stalkers uh yearlings you're or, or you're in the feedlot it all comes down to death loss like that's that's the main deal like the the horsemanship and all that shit is secondary to that bottom line so um 
but it all plays into to uh the death loss too like the the better horseman you are the the less time you are you're spending tuning on your horse and the more time you're out checking your cattle and and doing what you need to be doing and that leads to to less death loss and so like it all it all is is very much intermingled until it push comes to shove whether you're keeping your job it comes down to death loss yeah well and i think too a lot of things with these feedlots too is you know so many guys see it as a training opportunity i get hired onto a feedlot get yeah. paid and i can ride colts at the feedlot you can yes i know a lot of guys that I do, do it i do it quite a bit um but you have to be useful off them colts if you can't do a damn thing off them colts like yep get them the that's fuck exactly out of here. right bring right. something in you like, can ride you get the job done like that that that's the the ultimate test of a horseman or like we got a job to do you're using a horse to do it like can you do that job on the horse that you're on if not either get better or get a better horse one of the two like yeah yeah and a lot of the times it's yeah. probably both right yeah that's... you know and a lot of guys, you know, I know some guys, oh, I can ride him. You know, it isn't very pretty, but I can ride him. Well, then why is he here? I mean, if it's not very pretty, you can't do a job off of yeah. him controlled. <laughs> and in, you know, handle cattle controlled, easy. Um, you know, we all know how cattle are. Wrecks happen. Things get heated. Things get going, even if you're riding a broke horse. But 99% of the time on that colt, things should yep. be slow and controlled. No, that's absolutely right. It's, uh, <clears throat> you know, you get a lot of, you get a lot of leeway when you're riding a colt, but if you can't get a job done, man, my, my, my patience kind of goes out the window pretty quick. You know, I'll, uh, I'll be pretty patient if you're, <laughs> if you're making progress on it, but if, if you're not any help at all, my patience wears pretty thin. And uh, yeah, yeah, so I got, and I, like I said, I've, I've well, rode a lot of colts in the feedlot. I've made good money doing it, but I don't, I don't ride them in the feedlot till they're ready. You know, like uh, when they're when they're ready to go do a job, then we'll go. <laughs> I don't, I don't throw them in just first thing. You know, like. Especially if, if we get shit yeah. to do. Like, it's slow time, that's fine. But, like, if we're... You're getting on a, you know, fifth ride colt, and we're we're going to go grab a pin of fats to go ship. <sighs> what the fuck, man? You... <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, touch like, your broke horse. Come on. Let's... Let's be realistic here. I mean, yeah. sure, you might get through the day, well, but everybody else is picking up your slack and uh yeah and you know you have that that fifth ride cult or whatever kind of cult he is and he doesn't know much i mean ride him there's nothing saying you can't ride him for the first day or first morning well, i'm gonna try him gonna try him yeah. this morning or whatever you know what where you just weren't getting anywhere with them go to somebody on the crew that you ride with and be like hey after work um if you got an hour or two, I'll buy you a box of beer. We'll split a box of beer. We'll drink some beer. You know, 
can you help me ride around the feedlot on this colt, yeah. get some gates, get them figuring out things. And you know, you do that for a week. You bought that colt beat. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that's them to exactly go work. right. I, uh, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with riding a colt uh, at the feedlot. But I'm saying, like, when you got shit to do first thing in the morning, get your broke horse. Like, um, there, there's yeah. nothing wrong with riding out on, on a colt and, and, you know, waiting for, for something to happen. Like, that. that's fine. But do that when when you're just riding out to go ride pins. Don't don't do it when you yeah. when you're bringing bringing cattle to the scale. That, that's you know, it's uh that's a whole different deal. Like let's time is yeah. money at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly. So, like we yeah. gotta go. Go get be mounted correctly. That, that's that's always a good one. Just be mounted correctly. <laughs> know know your horses. Know the situation. And uh, if you're gonna you're gonna ride a piss head, like I said, let let people know too. Like, hey, I'm riding a piss head. <laughs> I'm not gonna be too much help here, but make sure you do that on days when you don't need like absolutely have to get shit done. Yeah, like I rode a lot of dinks on the community pasture, and I just kind of look at what mm. the guys were catching that morning. You know, if a couple of the guys were catching their brow yeah. cars, well, I'd catch a cold. Yeah, kind of. Yo, hey guys, I'm getting on this colt today. You know, I'll try and do my best, but I might not be. I might be a lot of help. Mm -hmm. I might be no fucking help. Yeah, if you're riding a colt, be prepared to work the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, get get you a good McCarty or or good get down, whatever whatever it is. But like, make sure you can you can keep your horse with you because if you're riding a you're riding a colt and there's. Uh, and there's some roping to be done more more often than not you're going to be the dude on the ground and just be be prepared for that and know that's the deal yeah and if you're worried about your horse pulling away from you well fuck, get a better horse yeah figure it out yeah yeah teach yep. him to or lead a little better hobbles <laughs> you know one, one way or the other but yeah that's that's time yeah, to a tree like figure it out, out. Man, but like if you're if you're the one riding a colt the kind of the onus is on you to keep up that's uh yeah that's kind of the deal you know that's uh <clears throat> yeah when, when you when you're riding when you're when you're not properly mounted it's it's on it's on you to keep up yeah oh exactly and not just keep up, like, I don't know, I was always taught when you're riding a colt, like, if you're riding with a group of guys, and you're on that colt, and everybody's on a broke horse, well, you best be beating everybody to that yep. gate, and getting yeah, the gate. exactly. <laughs> that day. Like, you're getting all the gates if you're sitting on a colt, because yep. that's what that colt needs. He needs miles, and just yep. everything. Yeah, exactly. Off, There's, uh, anything you can do to spook them when you're in control is better. You know, like the the horse Karens will bitch about it, uh, and and whatever. But nah, it's it's good for them to just get over quick movements. You know? And some of them never do get over it. But like the more yeah. they're around it, they're less is they're less explosive about it. Yeah, they, they you know some of them will just you know they'll do they'll kind of jump here and there they'll tolerate mm -hmm. a lot of things right but they're still like your skinny yeah. jumpy horse yeah and so i'm that that's uh 
you know, like it, it sucks to be a cult for for a while because you're just throwing a lot of shit at them because eventually they're gonna see it and they're gonna need to know to handle it how to handle it it's uh it, like they're they should be kind of halfway frazzled up by the end of the day but for good reason like not yeah not, you don't frazzle them just to frazzle them you just like Oh, here, here's a chance where, like, I'm getting off and uh, I might have might have kicked my slicker or something, and that could set him off. So here, why we, why not we get that out of the way? Here's my slicker. Here it here it is. It's attached. Yeah. Get over yourself. Whatever. Now we're on on with the day. By the end of the day, they're are they're gonna be their their yeah. brain's gonna be a little bit fried, but that's a good thing. Like you don't you don't want to overdo it, but like you you you, ex, you expose them to shit that they're gonna see on on a normal day. And uh, and allow them to get over it. Oh yeah, and you yeah. know, like just ride them. You know, so many people get locked into riding these colts. So I got to train them on. Got to train on. Got to teach them something. You don't yep. got to teach them shit. Just ride them. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna learn more from you just sitting up there and riding them, like Tommy would mm-hmm. say. Ride them like they're made. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. Yeah, and just yeah, just go do a job on them. Like that's that's the biggest thing. Just go do a job. <clears throat> and and yeah, it's yeah. A, it's all a big learning process for them. For <clears throat> and and the better and it's always why the more experienced guys are the better horsemen because they've they've been around and they know how. Oh, this doesn't work that way. And so now you have the experience going in, like, here's how I'm going to approach this situation on a horse, as opposed to this way where that ended me up in a wreck and we, you know, it wasn't good for anybody. Here's how we're going to set it up. And and so that's, that's yeah. why your more experienced guys are always better because they've got more experience. Um, and, and being the broke guys, you know, being the guys that are riding the broke horses on the career, I mean, some level of responsibility yep. sets on you too, riding them with them guys that are riding colts. I mean, there's things you mm. do and you do not do. Yeah, like if everybody's riding broke horses, you know, you, you can ride away from the gate when when you please. But if some, you know, <clears throat> somebody's on a colt, you wait for them. Like, yeah, you let them get in the middle of them and yep. get set before exactly. you leave. Yeah, there, there's all, there's all, that's where the, <laughs> I guess the, what do they call it? The, um, not the etiquette, 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 right? Like etiquette, yes. And, and it's not, not just because somebody says this is how it's supposed to be done. No, it's just like, because there's, there's a common sense application to it. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and yeah, that, that's, that's one of those where it's like, yeah, if you're, if you're guys on a cult, don't leave him. Cause, because that that colt's gonna want to yeah. follow all the other horses, and yeah, don't leave him. Let it make sure make sure he's he's uh, he's got a halt before before we leave. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah, it just uh, you you gotta you gotta look out for your buddies because you need them when you need them you need them, um, and you gotta. At the end of the day, you're all supposed to to ride into <laughs> ride into camp together. Yeah. So exactly, yeah, it, it's um, that the etiquette is is important. Like there there are some some really ticky tacky things 
that don't make a whole lot of sense. But like the big ones, like don't don't ride off from a gate. You know, don't get out ahead of the boss. Um, you know, like make sure you can see the next guy. Um, you know, the next guy in the circle. You know, make sure you can you you've got sight of him. Like that's like all that stuff yeah. is is for a reason. Uh, and, and a lot of guys get get hung yeah. up in the really ticky tack bullshit, but it's 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 a lot of it is just like the boss knows where you're going. Like you gotta you gotta watch out for the guy next to you because they're also watching out for you. And <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you don't you don't get out ahead. You don't you don't come charging through through the the bunch. You know, it just there there's all all things that that are there for a reason, and they're designed to not cause a wreck or to cause as few wrecks as possible because you're dealing with wild snorting animals and uh and shit can pop off at any <laughs> any given time yeah well and it doesn't matter who you are or how long you've been doing this like you have cut somebody off or you have some cut somebody's gather off and just been in the yeah. wrong place at the wrong yeah. time I mean, it shit is gonna happen, but like, uh, if you can avoid yeah. that, by all means, avoid um, it. Yeah, for you younger guys, the biggest thing you're gonna learn <coughs> for, you know, until you get established and and start to making a hand, the biggest thing you can you can keep in the back of your mind is try not to be in the way. <laughs> if uh, if nothing else, go sit on the fence for a minute and and uh, and watch and see what's happening and try to figure it out from from a bird's eye view but like the biggest thing is just try to stay out of the way yeah yeah be aware right be aware of your surroundings be aware of what's going on because you get into the crowds or you know gather is pretty easy to yep. be aware of what's going on <laughs> um you know up in the country i ride in in the summertime it's pretty easy yeah. to cut somebody off, you know, up here because it's just all swamp and bush. And a lot of the times, you know, you'll make a gather and you won't see anybody for yeah. all morning. And so you'll be following a group of cows through the trees and then all of a sudden you just cut somebody off. And it's not that you're trying to do it. You're just following the cows, yeah. getting them to where you're going. And uh, there they popped out. So, I mean... But if you're up in the if you're out in the open and not paying attention, yeah, I mean, no, give I mean, your head a shake. Like it just depends on the outfit, but um, the biggest thing is like you don't have to be in the right place all the time. You just try not to be in the wrong place. Like each. And if you see your if you're in the wrong place, yeah, like get the hell you out don't of the have way. to be in the right place. At that point, the right place is not where you are. <laughs> like somewhere besides where you are. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. so it, and that's, I mean, when my, my first several years like that, that's, I was just always trying to make sure I was not in the wrong place. And, and then eventually like you realize where the, the right place is. And the more often than not, then you end up being in that spot when, when you're supposed to be there. And, but it, it takes some ass chewings and, and getting run over and shit, uh, to, to learn all that too i mean it's just you're gonna oh, fuck it up. It, it's gonna happen oh everybody does you're gonna yeah, get that, cussed and, on but 
typically like they don't mean much. Like if they if they keep cussing you afterwards, then you then you might have an issue. But like in, in the heat of the moment, eh, shake that shit off. Yeah, you got to be fairly mm. thick skinned, right? In the heat of the moment, the boss cussing on you. He's not. I mean, yeah, he's mad at you in the heat of the moment, but he does. He's not holding anything against you. Yeah. Like you don't need to take that back to the right. barn and pout about it. Like he cast you out, cast you out five minutes ago. He's yeah. over it. Well, now. and then it's a good uh, opportunity to learn how to make fun of yourself too. Like uh, <laughs> when you can make a joke yeah. about how you fucked up. That uh, that goes a long way with the whole crew because they at least they 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 know you're aware. And also that you got thick skin about it. So. Yeah. And, you know, just be prepared. Like, when you do you, fuck up. It I might mean, take a while to live you, it down, you, depending on how bad you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's going to be yeah, some Yeah, like I said, it depends on, on the fuck up and how funny it was. Because uh, even if it was a small fuck yeah. up, but it was funnier and shit, you're never living that down. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, it just, uh, no. it all... It all depends on the severity of it and and then the hilarity of it. Like, if the funnier it is, the less likely you're going to live it down. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if it keeps happening over yeah. and over again, <laughs> then, then the Casanons, they, they might start getting a little bit more frequent. Yeah. They might start to mean something. Yeah, and well, and, and as guys figure out that you're learning like if you're learning from those mistakes then the the more likely they are to to give you some friendly advice <laughs> and be careful who you take friendly yeah. advice from <laughs> yeah yeah friendly advice sometimes can get you yeah, into trouble sometimes intentionally sometimes not uh unintentionally but yeah it's uh i don't know but like the the more you learn from from uh, from those ash chewings, the the more likely guys are to actually help you. I mean, they. Uh, I know a lot of guys. They they ain't gonna help you until they they at least know you're willing to try. Yeah, well, you got to be willing to try, right? If you're not willing yep. to try, and, you're in your own well, business. Well, that's the thing is like you gotta you gotta prove that shit to, to people before they'll help you out, but. Uh, not not everybody, but there's a lot of guys out there like that, and uh, I don't think that's that part's gonna change because <clears throat> it's no. At the end of the day, it is a pretty dangerous job. You're riding a you know an 800 to you know 12, 1300 pound beast to chase around another 800 to 2000 pound beast and get them to go where you want them to go, do what you want them to do. It's uh, it's kind of a yeah, kind of a tough job at times. So. Um, and it lends itself it to is. a lot of, uh, a lot of wrecks because it's so unpredictable what can happen. You, you generally know what's, what's going to happen about that day, but shit can go haywire real quick when you, cause you're just, you're dealing with animals and, uh, there's a lot of guys that are like, nah, I don't want any part of new some new guy because I've been in two in uh, on the receiving end of too many wrecks. I don't I don't want that shit again. <laughs> and so they, they there's yeah. a lot of, with good reason uh, a lot of guys that don't give you a shot until they know that you're kind of worth a shit, you know. <laughs> and it's is it the right yeah. thing? Probably not, but 
I also I don't blame him for it. No, I don't. I don't blame him for him neither. For it neither, right? Like, um, pasture calving, whatever you're doing, um, there's work to mm-hmm. do. Like, we're on a time schedule, right? We got to get shit done. Yeah. Um, you know, and having we all we can't always be training yeah. somebody. You know. No, I and the older I get, the more I feel like that too. And I like I hate. I always hate when I when I think that way because you know, I was a young dumbass kid that didn't know shit either. Um, at one point, but yeah, also like that's how that's how I make my fucking money, dude. Like let's let's go and uh, and so I I, I try to be I try to be even tempered with uh, with any of the the new guys, particularly the younger ones. But uh, at some point, like I, I always feel like if you're not taking my advice. I don't I don't give advice that I <laughs> that I don't think is good on uh, when it comes to to my job, you know. I, I give advice that I think is is sound. And and if I see you're not taking yeah. it, then fucking keep up because I, I'm I'm done trying. Like if you're if you're that dumb and you can't you can't take advice, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna quit trying. I, but I got a job to do, so fucking keep up. <laughs> yeah. And uh Well, I've worked for the guys, you know, I've worked for guys like that. And you know, if you stop taking your advice, then they will put you into a position where you're like they will put you into a position mm-hmm. to get into a wreck. Yeah, and you know, if you're not gonna listen to them, they're gonna put you in a bad spot. And not even help you and go out. You better weather this well, storm yeah, it's, on I your mean, own. Or they're not going to help you fix a fuck up. They'll be like, I right, fucking deal with it. That was you. That was, and this was you because I, yeah. I warned you about this. I, I gave you this advice. I kept saying, hey, like, hey, here's how you do this. Here's how you do And you disregarded all of that. And now we have this big fucking wreck. And that's not my fault. That's fucking yours. Go fix it. You know? <laughs> and I've done that yeah. plenty of times because I'm like, fuck, man. If you would have just listened, this this is so preventable. And uh, and so yeah, I I'm, yeah. But I, I'm if you're if you're learning from as you go and and you're t- you're taking advice from guys that know and gals that know what they're talking about, you'll be fine, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you caused a wreck and you were actually trying, you just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, wreck fucking sucks. But the crew will trot back out with you to help you fix the wreck. Yeah, it gets um, like when when you got to go fix something yourself, that's when you know you fucked up and you better learn from that situation because you're probably on on pretty thin ice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've had some wrecks on that community pasture where cattle have busted through the fence and got a big mix-up and get the mix-up dealt with. It's like 7 o'clock at night, but there's two hours yeah. of fencing to do before dark. We have rode back to the barn and grabbed all the fencing tools and threw them at the, at the front of the bike. Just laid them in front of the bike. There's the fence and shit. You know where the fence is broke. Yep. Go fucking fix it. Well, you're not coming with me? <laughs> no. Nope. Fuck no. 
You you. No, you got yourself into this. Go fucking. You get yourself yeah. out. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. And if you know you caused it, like if somebody gets you to that point, and uh, and if you know you're in the wrong, you better go fucking fix it. If not, you be be, be prepared to quit because uh, they either they're railroading you or something. But like no, like if if that was your your fuck up, go fucking fix it. Show. Yeah, and fix it right. Don't go yeah. out there and half-ass do it. Go yeah. out, fix Show. it right. Prove Carry on. Tomorrow's a new day. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. that's that's the biggest thing everybody fucks up everybody has a wreck it's just how how you handle it like <clears throat> was it something that that you shouldn't have done um well obviously yes because <laughs> there's a wreck but did you know about it did you do you know why why this this happened and, and it was a, was it the first time or is this like a multiple recurring incident that's the case, like fucking reevaluate your life. What what are you what are you doing wrong? Because uh I yeah, that that's the biggest thing is when um when you got a sort at the end of the day when that wasn't on the schedule, that tends to piss people off. When 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 you got a fixed fence, that that will piss any cowboy off. <laughs> because yeah. Or you gotta go rope a big old charlet bull because some dumb kid's blue healer fucking dog chasing through right. the fence and a mile yeah. away. Yeah, exactly right. Um, <clears throat> shit like that. Like, was it was it something that you did, or was it because you didn't know, or was it something that you did because you're a fucking idiot? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a. Uh, I hate to. I I'm not gonna be the the old guy that talks about how like back in my day because yeah back in my day we were still stupid. Um, I, I feel like we worked a little bit harder, but we were dumb as fuck back then too. <laughs> like we were dumb as shit. Oh, still. And uh, still, I, I get know, some I, bright ideas. And you know, the bright idea, like the plan in your head, you're like, yeah. this is gonna work. This is gonna be awesome. It's gonna work. You get halfway through your plan. And you're like, huh, yeah. that part worked real well. And the boss looks at you and goes, well, what do we do now? And you're like, I, I, I have no idea. I didn't think we are going to get this you far, know, to be honest with you. And, and, I, and I, when I see some of these, these uh, younger guys that are just kind of lazy and like, it annoys the shit out of me, yes. But also, like, I, I also don't put it fully on that kid. Because, I, like... My old man would not allow me to be that fucking lazy, you know. Like he he did not he did not let me be no, that lazy. Neither would mine. I don't know how many times there's guys I really look up to, uh, like like the hardest working dudes, and then you see their kids and they're just lazy as fuck, and you're just like, ah man, what happened there, you know? And uh, and uh, you see it a lot, yeah. and I don't I don't know what the what the exactly the deal is but uh, it's at some point it you, you know it comes down to the kid if uh <laughs> if he just continues to be lazy like right off the bat like all these fucking kids are lazy not it's i don't think it's all their fault i think i think a lot of it has to do with their, their fucking parents but either way at some point well a lot of it a lot of it i think what has to do with it 
It's just society yeah, now too. in general. Yeah, people are just fucking soft. I mean, we are so soft compared to, like, say, five generations ago. <laughs> we are so soft compared to them. But, I, oh, man, yeah. th- this, this, like, latest generation, my God, I've never seen a softer bunch of people in my life. And... <laughs> Yeah, it really makes you wonder. Well, about and you society know, those kids right now, just didn't it? turn out that way. <laughs> you know, like there, there was a lot of shit that went into them being such pussies. Like it wasn't; they didn't just like they weren't born just like I'm gonna be a giant pussy my entire life. <laughs> you know, like there was there was a lot of environmental shit that went around into that. Yeah, and so I, I don't know, like. You, you see less of it in the ag world, but I mean, it's still pretty prevalent. I oh mean, yeah, uh, it's it's funny. Like when when you're talking to people in the city that are like running restaurants and grocery stores and shit, like the level of lazy they have to deal with nowadays is fucking retarded. I mean, just oh, like it, it doesn't oh. fly in the ag world still, like. There's some lazy motherfuckers in, in, you know, in the whole agriculture community, but like compared to an urban environment, holy shit. Like we, we, we don't have a clue how lazy they are. No, not one bit. Entitled too. God damn. They're just, they, uh, it, it's, it's funny. Like they used to think the union guys were entitled cause they only wanted to work 10 hours a day. And now, now these these guys are asking for like a, a mental health day every like two weeks or some shit like that. Yeah, well, you know, we we gotta go talk I mean, about feelings. I I mean, if if you can get somebody to pay you for that, I guess more power to you. But hey, yeah, yeah I I wouldn't feel right doing it. Well, and uh, where does it stop? Yeah, right, it's uh. Fucking crazy, but you know, one one year it's this, the next year it'll be this, the next year it'll be something different, and people won't even go to work. Well, and then shit just doesn't get made, and then like everybody starves, you know. <coughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, fucking crazy, fucking crazy. Um, I'm gonna take a leak. What should we call that for the main episode? We'll come back, uh, do a little, do a little Patreon bonus. All right. Well, Sounds good, where man. can they find you at? Podcast, all that shit. You can find uh, you can find me Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, and just go to Facebook and look up. You can't see them Hell from yeah. the road. I would, there will uh, be. I'm normally wearing the the three quarter zip, but <laughs> it it finally warmed up, so I don't need it. So now you need some t shirts or or something. Shit, yeah. We're working Shit, yeah. on that. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be hot in this studio We're working before on I know that. it, so I'm not going to be able to wear wear sweatshirts and stuff. But anyway, go follow Tuffy. Go go subscribe yeah. to him on, on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen. Go go uh, go follow him. Uh, check, out, <laughs> check out the Patreon if you want to hear the rest of this. Patreon.com slash Burning Daylight. And uh, yeah, for Tuffy Gamble, I'm Matt McKinley. Move your ass. 
We're burning daylight. Adios. I hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home. Flying high through them clouds, knowing I don't have to ever come down. I'm rolling up a J just in case today's the day. I hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home. heaven to take away your blues I know I'm far from perfect and I'll call a sin a sin but I feel closer to the Lord every time I breathe it in hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home flying high through them clouds knowing I don't have to ever come down I'm rolling up a J just in case today's the day Hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home I can't wait to talk to Moses About the Red Sea and the plague Ben Jonah's here Here about living in a whale Three whole days Get old St. Pete to show me pearly gates and the golden streets well you can bet I'll be good and ready to sit down at the feast I hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home flying high through them clouds knowing I don't have to ever come down I'm rolling up a J just in case today's the day I hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home Marla's mansion has a garden in the back And he's growing something special Some celestial homemade hash We'll sit down on his porch We'll listen to the angel band Till then I'll sing, I'll fly away With a fat one in my hand I hope I'm stoned Hope I'm stoned Jesus takes me home Flying high up through them clouds Knowing I don't have to ever come down I'm rolling up a J Just in case today's the day I hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home Yeah, let's roll ourselves a J Just in case today's the day I hope I'm stoned when Jesus takes me home.